Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am so excited. Okay. So today on the podcast, um, she is a comedian. She is a fellow Dear Media podcaster and she is also a fellow lesbian. Yeah. Allie Colbert, welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Thank you for saying it. I, it's, it's really a coin toss these days. I, is that how you open every episode? Hey, girl. Hey. Wow. When it's radio. Radio the, me. The issue is when you go on dates with girls that haven't dated women and they'll be like, hey, girl. I'm like, I ain't your girl. <laughs> no, hey, girl. I don't like that from women I'm trying no. to fuck. Oh, okay. So so, so now we're not going to fuck? No, I mean, <laughs> it's still on the table. <laughs> but when they text like, hey, girl, I can't do tonight. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not your girl. I'm not trying to do that. that. Hey, girl's very friendly. It's very... um platonic. Yeah. It's not very sexy. Yeah. No, I mean, and I know you're not trying to like come on to your listeners. I'm I cool am, with actually. it as an opener. <laughs> I'm cool with it as an opener and, and, and in conversation, just in the, in dating, I don't like the Hey Girl. Okay. So if you're trying to slide into Allie's DMs, don't no hey, girl, hey, girl. hey Girl. No Hey Girl. Won't, don't do won't it. Won't get you anywhere. Okay. So I actually just did Allie's podcast. Yeah. I very rarely do a pod swap because it's a lot of fucking content. Yeah. And if you fucking hate the person, it's a goddamn nightmare. Totally. Especially in person. But I have been so excited to get to talk to you. I mean, we've been trying to do this now for what? Two, three years? Two, three years. So I was like, whatever Allie wants, Allie gets. I was cursing you this morning when I was getting ready. Really? I was like, why did I say yes to the time? Oh, no. Because it's rush hour oh. for me coming from Jersey. But you know God. what? That's, but that's because I just 
I just was so excited to see oh, you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for braving the rush hour traffic. Yeah, well, you're worth every minute of me on the PATH train. Thank you. And then in a cab and then walking down the street. Thank you. Yes. It doesn't sound like you're resentful at all. No, 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 not at all. Not on, I'm not, not on, sorry. Okay, so you just found out every single detail about my life story, lesbian life story. Yeah. Right? Is there any other scenario that somebody would have like the equivalent of coming out if they weren't coming out about their sexuality? And not in the same sort of theater that is a coming out story. Right. The the drama, the the build up, the consequences. <laughs> it's it's masterful. It's cinema coming out. It really is. And you know, it doesn't stop, right? Like I have you to, get to come out to everybody. You always get to come out. So you make fun. a new friend, come out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you haven't really spoken to your doorman? Time to come out. <laughs> That's not my sister, buddy. You know, like <laughs> there's always another opportunity to come out in a different way. Yeah. So I always knew that I liked girls that I, I felt growing up. I felt like I had crushes on girls and I... What age would you say you were aware of it? I came out, I, I remember I would play house, as one does, with some <laughs> friends when I was like seven. And I remember I would, one of my friends and I would like kiss when we played this game. And I remember telling my mom, you know, hey, listen, I kissed my friend Maddie, whatever her name was. I'm gay. And I was like, that doesn't make you gay. You're not, doesn't make you gay. And I was like, oh my God, thank God, you know? Yep. And I went back to my room and stayed in the closet for 20 years. Damn. And were you actively suppressing it or were you like kind of just like checked out? At that point, I was like, oh no, you're right. That doesn't, and, and by the way, my mom was right. That doesn't make you gay. Right. You know, like all of my friends humped furniture growing up. They're not. I 1000% hump furniture with friends. Yeah. And as you're telling the story, I was like, I've actually never told this, but I'll tell it now. I can tell it. I had two separate friends when I was about seven and we would like hump furniture with each other. Yeah. What would you do? Like the end of a table or something? Couches and stuff. Pillows. Couches. Husband pillows. Husband pillows. <laughs> this pillow's my husband. It's a husband. So it's not gay. This pillow has a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, totally. You know, things like this. Yep. So at that point I was like, okay, no, that's a relief that I'm not gay. That's a relief. Thanks, mom. Don't tell dad we had this talk. Right. I'm going to go back to sleep. Um, and then I think for a while I just didn't have interest in during sort of adolescence, middle school, I didn't have interest in guys. Okay. I couldn't really put my finger on it. I was just like, you guys, I was like, you guys want to hook up with these schmucks? Right. I was like, look at them. They're like the, these outfits, the behavior. This is what we're thinking. I'm like, I'm not really interested. I'll be at home with my books. Um, and hmm. then I became friends and then I started kind of waking up. My sexuality started to like, so now we're like, wake middle up school, high school. This is like, this is like 10th, 11th grade. Okay. And I start having friends that I would become infatuated with. I feel this. I'm, I'm, I, I was, I mean, it sounds like you and I were kind of actually at the same speed of claiming our gayness. Okay. Okay. So infatuated. I thought I wanted to become, like, I thought I wanted to be them. Right. But how, what was your infatuation like? Yeah. So we, on my pod... Just to bring up my pod, we call this bucking, where you don't know if you want to be someone or fuck them. 
And this is a very common thing for young queer folk. And I even experienced it today where I'm like, some people I still don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to wear your skin or like, fuck you? Like, I can't. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I can't fucking tell. But I became friends with a, like, I would, I would have certain friendships that were just, I mean, the thinking back to the feelings I had, these like grand romantic sexual desires, it's almost bigger than anything I felt in my adult life was like the way that I would like fantasize about. Like break it down. Give me an example. So, you know, in, in particular, there was one girl that I was best friends with in high school and I was crazy in love with her. And this was like the formative love of my childhood in a way. And she had a boyfriend and, uh, we had the same name. And, you know, obviously you, you get that. as uh-huh, I'm get that. sure you get the two, like, uh, the two Taylors. Our name is The Taylors. Like, yeah. we're not even individual people anymore. Yeah. And then, I like it because she's better than me. So she, like, really ups my stock. Oh, okay. So she's good for the portfolio. Oh, okay, good. I drag her down. She raises your Taylor. <laughs> exactly. Um, And she had a boyfriend. And we, the still, I like, the messages we would send each other, this was in the time of, like, AIM chat. And, like, we would... Just, it was, we would, uh, like, kiss at parties, and uh, I was in love with her. And she loved the attention Mm -hmm. of that, and I think she was curious. And it was really difficult because I was deeply jealous of the guys she dated. And I wasn't straightforward with myself about what was going on, Uh but I was in a lot of pain. Because I so desperately wanted to, like, love her. In retrospect, do you think it was kind and almost like an ally maneuver to be kissing you back? Or do you think it was, like, actually abusive and manipulative? No, it was, um, it was torturous and manipulative and... And fucked up. And and fucked up. And we had a huge, ultimate, like, ultimately we had a huge falling out. And uh, trust me, this comes back and I'll, you'll hear this part in the story. But, uh, yeah, that was for years and years and it was terrible and then I remember I was I went to NYU she went to a different school and I still was in love with her Mm -hmm. but I was like we're fret it was so fucking confusing and also by the way straight girls when they're best friends with someone are also like I love you I would do anything for you and I'm just like well but really (laughs) go down on me would you go down on me bestie (laughs) exactly you know I'm like that was the scariest part of hooking up with my Tay yeah was it was like I knew see I'm not as uptight as we all thought I was. No, you're like really chill. Like I was like, I have to go down on her because if I don't like it, that was the scariest moment of our relationship. I was wow. like, because if I don't like it, I'm not gay. I respect and if I can't go down on her. I can't be with her. That's not fair to her vagina. I respect that. Thank and you. I have a feeling we're going to be each other's second wives. <laughs> um, so the, uh, I then I go to NYU and uh, there's a girl that comes into one of my classes. She's fucking beautiful. By the way, sorry in advance, I talk about women the way men talk about women. Okay, I'm thank like, you for she's that. a fucking knockout, the, the tits. Uh, no, I, she was gorgeous. And I was like chills immediately when I saw her. And I, and I went home that day from the class and I had a message from her on Facebook saying, I don't know why I'm thinking about you. Or something like that. Just like, like out of the blue. Just out of the blue. And I was like, I'm thinking, I... Same exact thing. She's like, we should be friends. 
I was going to say, so we're still not identifying as gay. No, 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 no. Got it. No. Are you kidding me? Shove that shit down. <laughs> not identifying as gay. I am still like, if I meet the right Jewish guy, it's all going to be fine. You should meet my ex-husband. Oh my God. Is he a Jew? <laughs> yes, honey. Uh, okay, there's hope. So, no. So I, I start hanging out with her a little bit, this girl, and it's like electric. Electricity. I mean, I'm sitting next to her on the subway. I'm like, the, tr- the train car would explode because of the amount of tension. And I'm, but she has a boyfriend. So I'm like, okay, this is round two of my trauma. Right. My youth is coming back. Fuck this. I'm never going to find anyone. Like everyone I like is straight. And she texts me one night. She's like, can I come over? Uh, you know, I'm out right now, but I'm thinking about, I miss you. I miss you. You ever get that from a straight girl? Well, no. I am a straight girl. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the straight girls, do I miss you? And I'm like, oh, God. And it's so hard because, like, female friendships are so, (laughs) like, psychotically intimate. Oh, 100%. Even the platonic ones, you know? It's like, give me the tickles, braid my hair, spoon me, you know, the huge. It's, it's. It's insane. Yeah. It I must mean, be a real mind fuck it's when you are a hundred percent like um, identifying as a lesbian. I, again, I know we both are and yeah. we're going to get to like lesbians and friends, but I feel like I'm learning a lot about our people yeah. who are talking to you, which is so fucking nice. Wow. I, I, I feel the same way. It's just like, oh my God. It's like, you speak Spanish? <laughs> Literally. I'm like, you're fluent too? I know, but I feel like, like I have, I, I'm from a different part of a Spanish-speaking nation, right. you know? So we have, like, different dialects. Totally. But, like, completely. Right. You're like, I speak Catalan. each other. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, my God, let's fucking sit down and have some tapas. Let's go through it. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so she she's out, and I'm like, come over to my apartment. I'm in college at this point. Whatever. She comes over, and it's just her and me. My roommate's asleep, and I, I said, I've always used the line, can I kiss you? This has always worked for me. Um, so I always kind of get consent in a sexy way. I recommend that to everyone. Yes. But I'm like, can I kiss you? And she's like, yeah. And we just, we don't have sex, even though lesbian sex is not a thing. need um, to when you're kissing like that. We're like together all night long. And it's the most intimate, I mean, connected, fiery thing ever. And... She goes home and she texts me. She's like, I'm home now and I'm sleeping next to my boyfriend. She lived, he lived with her and she's like, but I'm thinking about you. I could still, I can still smell you. Shut the fuck up. Like just the worst, the worst, most painful things. But I'll come over in the morning. She comes over in the morning and says, I can't do this, Tim. So again, I'm facing this, like this, this, this thing. And I'm like, this is, this is impossible. How would I ever be gay? Okay. Oh, by the way, I had a boyfriend at the time. Shut the fuck up. I had a boyfriend at the time that as this the same time this was happening. So are you kind of trying to be like, well, you have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend, like we can just fool around the side. But she's the one who's like setting that boundary. Yeah. I'm like, I have a boyfriend, but like I don't, but I'm definitely, I mean, like I cannot stand having sex with him. I mean, I, it feels almost like, yeah, I just can't stand it. It's, it's the like, fucking worst. No, it's like how I imagine me having sex with my ex-boyfriend was like when... <laughs> Hasidic people get married and they're forced to kind of fuck that first yeah, night. Totally. And she's just like, oh God. I'm like, it, it's awful. And I was like, how do girls do this? I just hated it. Yep. And so after I had that experience with this one girl, I break up with him. 
Okay. Even though she's like, I'm not seeing you, I have to cut her out. I can't look at her and I can't look at her because I want her too badly. Right. And she's like, why don't you want to be friends? I'm like, bitch. Come on. I do not want to be your friend. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Newly. I love my fashions, okay? But I also, I don't know, would like to buy a house someday and be somewhat responsible with my finances. And so that can present a bit of a conundrum. What do you want to look like a million bucks on a little bit of a budget? You know what I'm saying? But Newly makes it all possible. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just 88 that's speaking my language. $88 a month, here's what you get. Your choice of any six styles each month. You can choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. So, I mean, think about it. We're in fall, right? So we've got like tailgates. I've got some weddings coming up. Like after the summer, people are kind of like doing their thing and Newly's got you covered. They've got everything from going out looks to premium denim, which I love. They've got those cozy sweaters plus one-of-a-kind vintage pieces which I die for vintage. Also, you have access to thousands, so much of styles from more than 300 brands. And also, I love this newly stocked styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus size up to 5X. And they also have maternity. Free People, Anthropology, Farm Rio, and fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundry facility. And I love this because sometimes I get like really attached to clothing. I don't have children. I have a closet at this point in my life. And the option to buy what you love at a discount. So you rent something, you fall in love with it. Don't worry. You can get at a discount sometimes up to 70% off. And I don't know about you, but like for me, fall is like the epitome of fashion. But with Newly, you can do fall fashion in a big way without feeling that fast fashion ick. And I also love that they carry denim because for me, I have such a hard time finding jeans. And so I can really like try different looks and styles on with Newly with their, they've got such great denim. So there are no fees, no late fees, no damage fees, no fees for pause or to cancel. So it's really like no big deal if you, I don't know, lose a button, spill something, or just need to take a break. Your life needs to flex and Newly totally gets that. In case you didn't get the memo, I'm obsessed with Newly. You're going to be too. And it's already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with my code Taylor20. So go to N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter code T A Y L O R 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's Newly. That's Newly with two U's. Dot com. Use that code Taylor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your closet. And now back to the podcast. I told you about my embarrassing story about the Katy Perry song. Yeah. Kiss Girl, I liked it. It made me yeah. mad. Do you feel like you we're both millennials? I'm an elder millennial, but do you feel like you were growing up? You're obsessed growing, with how old I am you are. obsessed. You're not old, Taylor. But I feel like I feel like I'm like, I cusp between like old school lesbians and like a new version, a mm. very fluid version mm-hmm. of sexuality. And yes. I think that, cause I can't imagine making out with a friend in college and like being like, that was nothing. Like, that's just like, oh, that's just something casual we do. Well, so, that wasn't like a club makeout. That was like, that we're in my bed for 10 hours. But do you think there was, there was like, cause we talked a lot on your podcast, but like, just women in general being very fluid. Do you think that 
these girls, like, are they also closet lesbians? Are they bisexual? Are they just experimenting? Like, because I feel like you've had enough of these experiences where these girls are like, no, but I'm straight. I don't know. I think that women, like you said, are just more fluid. I think a lot of these women are experimenting. Yes. I think, yeah, I think they're experimenting. And I think, I mean, maybe they would date women. I don't know. I don't know about this, but a lot of women, yes. A lot of women would date women. Well, because I'm a lesbian, right? I'm married to a woman and I didn't even experiment. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, are all of these straight women lesbians or are like women just incredibly fluid? And also, we can kind of fucked up, right? To like engage in this behavior with somebody who clearly likes you and you're like, oh my God, let's just make out whatever. No big deal. Yeah, that is fucked up. I don't feel this situation was that okay. because I felt that she was doing this thing with me. Like, I feel like they're leading you on. And yeah. I'm mad. As your new best friend, No, I'm livid. No, I'm mad. I'm really mad at the first girl. Okay, we hate her. The first girl, she's on my shit list. She can run how. But uh, this girl, I was like, I think she felt guilt because she was in a relationship. And I think if she wasn't in the relationship, then maybe something would have happened. Okay. And and that I can let her off the hook for. Fine. She didn't leave me on for six years. Yeah, but this whole thing of like, well, why can't we be friends? Like that also. Yeah, that, that no, that's not. And I said, that's not. I, so that's why I'm saying like, do they really, gen, like did they genuinely think that you were straight and they were straight and this is just like a fun thing we do? I Yeah, I, that's a great question. And I don't know. And maybe it's because they didn't have the same breath of like feelings towards it. And they don't then understand the capacity that I'm holding. Like, wow, I'm really interested in this. Right. So maybe, I don't know. I break up with my boyfriend. Her and I stop talking. I start working this job. And this is also a kind of a me too type Harvey Weinstein moment. Oh my God. See, same, same. Someone I reported to at work. Okay. and I was doing stand-up at the time, I'd been doing stand-up for a few years, was going to come and see one of my shows. And I'm starting to think she might be gay. Okay. And... Is she your superior? Yes, she's my boss. Okay. But, you know, this is like an internship, and she's like the coordinator. It wasn't that, whatever. Right. Before me, too, this was fine. Yeah, right? This is how you met people. This is how you, yeah. <laughs> we weren't on the apps. We were getting assaulted. <laughs> By our employer. Um, and I was still, like, talking to men, dating guys. I invited, she wanted to come to a show. She came to one of my shows. And she's like, let's go get a drink after my show. And I was like, okay. She also was going to go meet up with her boyfriend god fucking damn it after these fucking boyfriends have ruined my life <laughs> she's gonna go meet up with her meanwhile boy- you also had a boyfriend <laughs> yeah she's gonna go meet up at this point i'm single she's gonna go meet up with her boyfriend and she's like telling me over drinks she's like get we're like getting drunk she's like you want another drink i'm like if i get another drink i'm gonna do something i regret you you verbalize this yeah Wow. Yeah. You are ballsy. Yeah. It, it really has come in handy. I like it. It's worked. It's good. Um, and she's like, okay, let's get another drink. <laughs> and then she's like, you know, I used to date women. And then I was like, oh, okay. Oh, it. well, f- and then I started, you know, I kissed her. We had sex. This was my first experience having sex with a woman. Wait, can we break this down? Yeah. Because I feel like... I know lots of my friends are always like, but like, what do you guys like do? Mm-hmm. And I can tell them what we do, but I don't really know like when I lost my lesbian virginity. Cause yeah. it's like, well, what counts as sex in our world? Can you 
be my yeah, fear card? Yeah, I mean, I, this was the first time I, like, ate a woman out, was fingered by a woman, fingered a woman until she came, like. So wait, fingering counts as sex. Like, if you get fingered by a woman, you just had sex with a woman. Or is it, you know, I think. You know like, what I'm asking? Yeah, of course. And that's I, like hookup in straight world. I know, and I know, I know, I know. And I think you have to reframe, you don't have to, I at least do, reframe my understanding of sex as a sexual experience with a person that involves some sort of, there's some sort of receptive giving and receiving that creates a change of energy. And I know that sounds like I'm looking for the words to describe sex without a penis because I don't have sex with dicks. I mean, I do, but they're plastic. And that to me was sex. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's like, yes, coming is obviously a good indication of, and like, let's get real. No one, I didn't come from a guy fingering me ever. No, but when you're with someone and you are that intimate and you're, together and the way you're touching each other it's sex it's sex like to me it's sex maybe to a straight guy it's not sex yeah because you're a straight guy (laughs) like to me that is sex and and it's been the most enjoyable sex of my life has been sex with women absolutely so for those of for people that are like because my guy friends joke there's no penis i'm like I'm so bless and believe thank god there's no penis yeah like to me you don't even use dildos and stuff you don't we use vibrators. Uh, well, I could do a whole thing we're, on this. We're Puritans. I, I honestly like that. A lot of my relationships have been that way. And I found it to be so like, I love that. Yeah. Because the issue with toys, even though they're fun and they're exciting is like, you have this added element of like, pack the strap on. Oh my God. I wore a strap on in our relationship. Yeah. I have the body of a baby. Well, I figured you wore the strap on because you wore the pantsuit at the wedding. <laughs> so I was like, I guess she's the top. <laughs> no, I'm definitely the bottom. Really? Okay. I'm straight, Taylor. I know. It's so interesting. Which, why then why did she Big mistake. Re- big mistake having me put the strap on because I was like, this is horrific. Yeah. I also, wow, I'm getting real sex, sexually... Um, verbose uh-huh. I don't like penetration I've realized receiving from a penis or I don't or even dildo like, yeah, whatever yeah no 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 like even with the uh, vibrators my god I hope my mom's not listening to this me episode. too me too I have had similar experiences where I'm like I don't understand why I'm not enjoying penetrative sex right. not just with men yeah agreed. with strap-ons yep with dildos so there's a few things going on the one element is obviously how turned on you are which is something to consider because of course. of course there's, as I've learned, shout out to uh fuck, what's her last name? She's this like sexological body worker that I've had like talks with since I watched this goop thing. Cause I'm so curious about like how these women come from like feathers. <laughs> but she was telling me how there's like the back of like, I don't even know the, but something lifts up that allows for greater penetration when you're like incredibly turned on. I've been pretty aroused and not, this is so graphic. Uh, and not felt like this is for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't really need penetrative sex to feel fulfilled in any way. I actually think if there's like penetration that occurs while I'm turned on, it actually can kind of turn me off. Wow. And this is also very, now I'm being graphic yeah, we're like my sh- wife. We're like, throw up some uh, pictures of the uterus. <laughs> Let's take it through the vaginal canal. No, not I like us. to be fingered. I do not. Okay. I've got a lot of questions. Um, so, I mean, well, externally, 
You get the vagina yeah, is a yeah. very complex flower. Sure, sure, sure. Many layers. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like clitoral touch stimulation. That's my clit. Yeah. But like, don't, I don't like, I don't like insers, insertion. Okay. Is that wrong? You're my, again, it's lesbian not, spirit guide. It's not wrong. I'm always waiting for somebody to be like, you're not a lesbian. You're wack. You know, it's your, you. you know, it's your Catholic upbringing that's telling you things are right and things are wrong. Totally. You know that that's not true. There's no should, should not. I love you. Just platonically. <laughs> Girl. Um, <laughs> so wait, where are we? We're at, we're at. Okay. So oh, I have sex for the first time. Yes. I have sex for sex, the first time. Whatever that is. Yes. No, I have sex for the no, first time. It's with, like full blown. With the woman. And I'm into it. The issue is I'm not really into this girl. No shit. This is also something that I don't get. I, I can't really do sex without emotion, even if I'm faking the emotion. Well, I then was in a relationship with her for Shut two years. Up. Oh, so now it's a hindsight 2020 type of a thing. You must have thought you no, were. No, this was pretty active. I, I, I really, From the get? Yeah, because I liked her a lot. I, I, we were really good friends. And I had spent 20 years wanting to be in a relationship with a woman. Got it. And I was so thrilled to finally be in a romantic relationship with a woman. I was like, oh, I get to have sex with a woman. This was awesome. But I knew she wasn't the one. And in many ways, in that relationship, I was like, it, it almost remember. I, I get was, it. Yeah, I get it. So I mean, even though I don't know if I'm lesbian, if I'm bisexual, I I said in an interview um, years ago when I first came out that like I believe in labelless love. Again, very gay. Yeah. Um, but it's like I don't really know what my label is, but I know I'm in love with a woman and yeah. I'll be with her forever. If we broke up, I don't know. Would I be with a man or woman? I honestly don't know. You'd be with me. I would be with you. I, I don't know if I'm running this joke too long. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. This happened. So I date this girl for a while. I don't say, I still say girl. I how this. long? Well, this is how I felt about husband. Yeah. You know, it was like, I knew it wasn't right, but like, it was just so right. Yeah. And it was so what I had been wanting. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. We'll I really, it I really needed this. And, and what, what happened was because I was dating her and I, I used our relationship to come out to my family in a way that was like, because when you just say I'm gay, yeah, they imagine I'm going to bring home someone that is so intimidating. Yes. You know, I'm going to bring home Che Diaz. Literally. And, and they were like, oh no, it's her. We love her. Yep. So that kind of was like a, it softened, softened some of what I thought would be like, my messaging, but my family, my family was so accepting. They've always been so accepting. Stop bragging. It, it's really, it's always really been me. That's so nice. Well, yeah. So when you came out, your parents were like, great. Yeah. Literally didn't even like flinch. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I know. They're really nice. It's so unfair. Yeah. Yeah. They're really nice. And, but I beat myself up about it to make up for it for so long. Well, thank God. Yeah. You have to get some sort of punishment. Yeah. I trust me. So the biggest homophobe in your life is you? Yeah. Of course. A hundred percent. I was uh, totally, yeah. totally. And then eventually um, her and I break up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be gay. Like I'm full in. I get to be gay. You go to the cubby hole immediately. I get to be gay. And then in classic lesbian fashion, the next girl I meet, I end up dating for two and a half years. Of course. That's how we do. So I barely got anything in. 
during that time. And uh, no pun What's intended. it like to be single and like actively dating in the lesbian community? Because I kind of saw my Taylor do it mm-hmm. a little bit just like as her friend for whatever, however many months before yeah. I like cut her off at the pass. Yeah. Um, but like it looked, she would complain a lot about it. Like it's really hard. Like the, like the dating apps were like helpful. She found herself constantly being attracted to straight women. Yeah. And like- Me too. And it, it was a novelty, hooking up with them. And then they kind of, it seems- well, interesting. She's a fucking liar. She said to me that she loses interest, but actually now that I'm thinking about the story she's told me, I think she almost felt like she was used by these straight girls to like experiment. Mm-hmm. Hence why she like put a boundary up with me. She just thought it was like same old, same old. I think she had some trauma from it. Yeah. I mean, I, my sort of heyday of dating women, well, after the second relationship, I really... I was at sort of like peak desirability, I felt, because here's, I don't know what it's like to date when you're not a stand-up. Right. And when you're a stand-up comedian and you're either a straight guy or a lesbian, yep. you really get a lot of pussy. Fuck yeah. And, you know, if It's you, shooting fish in a barrel. They come to the awesome. show. It's awesome. Yeah. They think you're funny. You are funny. You are. You hang out with them. Like... You know, I've never, like, it's just, I don't know what card I would play if I wasn't a comedian. Right. So I don't know what dating's like, but it was pretty fun. Right. It's pretty fucking fun. And it got to, yeah, I was very interested in straight women. And my fiance now is a straight woman. Okay, so how'd you guys meet? So, oh, you're going to love this story. I'm so excited. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Rothy's need, crave, desire, obsessed. Rothy's, if you don't know, they're going to be your new everyday shoe obsession. So I'm a city gal. I like to run about town. I got to get stuff done, but I also like to look toots cute, okay? And I just don't have the legs for sneakers. It's just the truth, okay? I'm a realistic lady. Your girl needs a little bit of point in her life, but high heels, I cannot survive. I wore high heels in the city recently for like a six hour lunch. My feet were screaming by the time I got home. I'm like, never again. And the beauty of it is I don't have to sacrifice fashion and style for comfort with Rothy's. As far as I'm concerned, Rothy's are the issue and it's easy to see why millions of women wear Rothy's every single day. You've probably heard of the point and the flat from Rothy's. That's like what they're like most well known for. The point is my friggin' jam. But they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and so much more. And their wide variety of styles are great for summer, but they also transition really, really, really well into fall. So you don't have to worry about getting brand new shoes each season. They are the most comfortable shoes you will ever put on your feet. But a lot of times comfort equals ugly, but not with Rothy's. Like, especially the point, it really elongates my leg. And I'm obsessed with everything hot pink right now. And Rothy's, I have their pointed toe, pointed toe flat, okay? So don't don't get twisted. Looks like a heel, feels like a sneaker. And I have it in the dragon fruit, which is this like really gorgeous, vibrant pink. Again, did I mention how comfortable they are? And they're so durable. They will last you forever. And get this. When I mean they'll last you forever, like literally, you can wash Rothy's. Yes, you literally put them in the washing machine and wash them. They're in crayob. And this is like as if all that's not great enough. 
The best part is everything Rothy makes is really good for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single-use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. I mean, what is not to love? So what are you waiting for? Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? I'm telling you because, hey, if you know, you know. Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Taylor. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Rothys.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. You know, I was I was hooking up with a straight girl once who was married. This was after the second relationship. And she would she would have to like give her she was like, if I want to see you, I gotta give my husband a blowjob. Wait, what? So he doesn't know where I'm going. What is what is that logic? I know. She would like have so to like take blowing, care of him. So she can cheat on him? Yeah. So she would like blow him and then like meet up with would me. Would he go into a coma after a blowjob? And I know. Like, what the fuck? And I was saying, because I think he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be so angry if she was like out with the girls without him. Wow. And I remember she said to me, she was hooking up with me. She was married. And she said, you know, are you hooking up with other people? And I was like, I'm pretty sure. The audacity. I know. It was amazing. It was so, it was so funny. Um, anyway. My girlfriend. Wait, but were you? Um, I mean, yeah. It was. I'm not. Did she want you to be exclusive? She wanted to have an exclusive relationship that, while she was married. To I husband? didn't even entertain it. It was. <laughs> I didn't even understand. I thought it was hilarious. You know. Um, okay. So anyway, I I have more relationships with women. Okay. How many would you say? Um, I would say I've had like three really serious relationships with women. And then I'm gonna ask another personal question. Yeah. How many women do you think like? Ugh, fuck. You don't have to answer this question. As I'm asking, I'm like, this is a fucked question. Like, but what's your number? Mm-hmm. What's my number with women? Yeah, I guess like, you know. Um, more than that. More than three. But I would say, I would say more than three, less than 50. Okay. Like. <laughs> so like 49? He, no, no. I just want to, I want to give that range so that people can imagine what they want. I feel like. Maybe my number's five. I need to know. <laughs> like, I'll tell you off the air. Okay, please. And I don't know why I need to know. Maybe because I'm a virgin lesbian or uh-huh. lesbian virgin, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, my parents are virgins and they're still together and they like each other most of the time. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Tay and I can satiate each other for, you know. Well, you know, I've done open relationships with a lot of the women too. Are you in an open relationship now with your partner? No, but it's not off, um, it's not off the table for the future. It's something that we we have boundaries around things. If I ask something too personal, just you do, just tell me shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not I'm like we have uh, we have boundaries that I will keep off the air. Okay, that okay. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Well, I'm very curious because I feel like I don't. I just I don't really know how to be a lesbian. And I, there's so, you know, oh God, moving to LA did a lot for me. I feel like LA is lesbian central. It's, there's a lot of lesbians and we're surrounded. My partner and I are surrounded by a lot of couples in open relationships. Do you have a lot of lesbian friends? I had so many lesbian friends in New York and then in LA, some, but less so. I have some lesbian I'm friends. like, you. No, literally, you, Liz Cully, <laughs> Darren Carp. I had one named Alex Thomopoulos, but she's straight again. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. I know. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, I have some. I have some. I have some. Hoping I'm not overlooking. Chris Burns, he's a lesbian. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You would love him. Is that Fat Carrie Bradshaw? It is. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Emma Willman. 
But like, Emma I, Wellman. But like, I'm not like hanging. We're not having double dates. We're not having dinners together. No, I think saying? we should do a double date. I would love to, but also just so you know. Yeah. So I'm psychotically jealous. And so I think another reason we don't have a ton of lesbian friends is because I... I can't handle it. Like, it makes me like crazy. Like, I'm going to, like, first of all, you're going to, I'm not going to hit on your wife. You're going to want to hit on her. She's spectacular. Trust me. I'm not. (laughs) Wait till you see my gal. Oh, I have. She's also spectacular. She's banging. She's insane. I'm not hitting on your wife. But I get so crazy. Um, (laughs) No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. So there's the thing. It's like, we we keep being like, we don't have lesbian friends, but I'm like, well, I run them all the way. Wow. You should look into that. I know. You should. I was a very cool straight person. I actually, I have a book I was for a you. very cool le- uh, closet lesbian. Yeah, you were chill. I was very chill. Like, I never got sex. jealous. Ah, suck his dick. <laughs> and I didn't like that. Suck his dick. I thought I was so cool. I was like, I never get jealous. I'm like, you know, even if my boyfriends would flirt with somebody, I'd be like, knock your, like, here's, knock your socks off. Here's the cool thing about jealousy. It won't kill you. Feels like it will sometimes. Sit with it for a second. You should see me at Marie's Crisis. A bitch is unwell. You really get that upset? Like, I, so I'm on medication now. <laughs> oh my God, you really have problems. Oh my God, totally. What medication? You're on medication for jealousy? What yes, do you subscribe? It's, it's a mood stabilizer. Gelactin. What is it? Gelactin. Gelactin. Chillax. Um, <laughs> I was like a frat boy that fought everybody at a bar. Like I would get in fights. Like I was either fighting with Taylor, fighting with, I, I'll fight with a gay guy over her. Like I'm, what are you doing? But what are they doing? What do you throw a drink in their face and they're just saying hi I've to her? I've drinks. I've pulled ponytails. Um, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm used to be insane. And what are they doing to her that warrants that? Speaking to her. For real? No, for real. Here's the thing, though. It's not about controlling her at all. It's about I feel like the world doesn't think that I'm good enough for her. So I'm constantly defensive because I feel like everyone's taking pot shots at like, why is she with you? And it's. Totally and are they doing head. that? No. So you're pulling people's hair because you feel that way. Well, the hair pull was because some girl looked at us sideways when we were kissing and I was like, she's a homophobe. So I pulled her hair. I had to teach her a lesson. Okay. I'm a vigilante. That's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, it's not good. No. And I don't think we're going to go out with you guys as a couple anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What an invite. We should totally do it. By the way, I'm on mood stabilizers. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. <laughs> at least you know what you're going to get with me. I yelled at my brother's roommate because I thought she was like hitting on Taylor. There was a gay guy at Andy Cohen's pride party. Gay guy, Andy Cohen's. Like, is there a safer place on the planet Earth for two lesbians? Can't, can't you think to yourself, I'm so glad my partner's so desirable? Yes. I'll fucking go me. Yes, but I guess like there's a part of me that goes, okay. So like I'll get like, a, when we first came out, a lot of straight guys were in my life, right? And they'd be like, damn. Like, you did good for yourself. And I'm like, uh, excuse me. We did good for ourselves. You know, like, I just, this idea of like. Oh, I see that. But maybe it's just because I'm a straight girl. Right. Like, I feel like if I had more masculine energy, I would see that as a compliment. But let me ask you something. What if you were getting all of the attention? Well, I mean, I would love that. And then you, and then everyone's hitting on you. Yeah. And your tailor. Yeah. Is fine with that. She loves it. So. The is that not times, happening? The three times in a relationship. It's just because she's blonde. Happened. The blonde, and tall. Blondes always get attention. God damn it. Julian's blonde and taller than me. And I sent her a picture of, on the way here of your wedding photo. I'm like, this is what we're going to look like. Yeah. At our wedding. Literally. This is the height gap. This Literally. is exactly what we're going to look like. When she wears heels. I want to be on like a stool at our wedding. Literally. I'm the top though. Do you know how many times we've gone in fights? Because I'm like, why the fuck are you wearing heels? This is my red carpet I'm bringing you to. 
Please wear flats. But don't you kind of like? But don't you kind of like that? Because aren't you like this is my 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 person? Like, I am getting better at it. Be happy. You're the bottom. <laughs> what is? See, I don't even know what that means. Like, but like you're not like strapping her down. Like, don't you want her? To, aren't isn't she the boy one? Yes. So fucking let her be taller. You're lucky. I'm the boy one, and I'm a <laughs> four foot two. Okay, so you're helping me so much. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Your right. boy one's tall. I know. I just like, I don't know if she's okay. Like, why is she up, with me? You're like, you're like, are you okay up there? <laughs> she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. So I've definitely gone through, you know what it is? It's like when you're younger and you're super insecure because you don't understand like how to date. Yeah. I'm like that, but as a fully grown adult woman. And it's really a mind fuck. Yeah. I've gotten a lot better. We've been together now for a gajillion years. I'm on mood stabilizers. But it is, um, it's definitely, I struggle. Wait, so the idea of having lesbians for friends. So we, we know why I don't, because I'm psycho. Yeah. Why don't you guys have a ton of lesbian couple friends? Um, Tell her it's scary. Like, all they're doing is they're all stealing each other's partners the entire series. Yeah, talk about a th- not a safe space, huh? Not for me. I know. That movie or that TV show, I should not have watched that in my foray to lesbianism. I, yeah, but it's it's a, it's required reading. It is. For the class. It is. Um, I had a lot of lesbian friends in New York. My ex-girlfriend and I had lesbians we would go out with, lesbian parties. We were in that like circuit. Yes. And then when I moved to LA and I fell in love with a straight girl, we hang out with some lesbians, but we don't have a lesbian couple we go out with. And I don't, I don't, I have enough lesbian friends on my own that I'm like, right. who are my lesbian friends? I have a few. Yeah, same. I don't, I don't need more of them. I'm good. Tay and I were at a bar in Jersey City, which is very gay friendly, which I love. Yeah. Obviously, because we're gay. Yeah. And we were at a bar and this girl was sitting next to us. She was by herself and she started to like actively hit on us. And I was like, that's not, I'm not here for that. I'm a bad lesbian. Well, she wanted a threesome? I don't know what the fuck she wanted, but all I knew is I didn't want any of it. That's okay, but you can also a- admire or appreciate, look, they like me. Right. They're saying, I like you. And you're saying, I don't want that. You know, like you could just say, no, thank you. But it's nice, isn't it? It is nice. I, I definitely, there is like a, <laughs> there's a threat You want to be hit on. Trust me. Oh, I definitely want to be hit want, on. You don't want the other way around. No, 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 no. I absolutely want to be hit on. Okay. But I mean, right now, my demographic for people hitting me is usually like 65-year-old men who oh. I take my car to fix. <laughs> oh, okay. They well, love maybe me. That's, I crush with that demographic. We, maybe we just need to put you in different environments. Okay. But I, like, I I'm scared to go to Cubbyhole. Cubbyhole sucks. Okay. So see, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to Cubbyhole. I don't go to Cubbyhole. I don't go to Cubbyhole. Wait, so can we still be lesbian friends or no? A hundred percent. Okay. We'll go to really? better we'll go to better places. Okay. We'll try, come to one of my shows. Definitely. Wait till see, you then meet my wife's lesbians. gonna fall in love with you. I don't she want your wife. Funny. Again. <laughs> I'm not interested in your fucking wife. You keep pawning her on me. Get your paws off her. She's gonna want you. We're not there's nothing going on between me and her. You keep saying that. <laughs> I don't even know the girl. Um oh, <laughs> wait, so back to your fiance. Okay, so yeah, this so I go to LA and I'm single. And I meet this guy. And for whatever reason, I think, huh, maybe I'm straight again. No fucking shit. I do this between my relationships with women. I've said this before. I use this metaphor. I'm going to use it for you right now. 
Sometimes between my relationships with women, I find men in the way that you might find an old sweater in the back of your closet. <laughs> I say, oh, hey, does this fit? I forget. And I put it on and I say, it looks okay. <laughs> I don't really want to keep it. I don't want to throw it out though. Right. And then I just put it in the back of my closet. That is my experience with men, not to objectify men and make them pieces of clothing, but I sort of pick them up every now and again when I'm alone and say, what was wrong with this again? Right. And I met this guy and I kind of did that with him and he was really good looking and knew all of these people and was like bringing me around. And I was like, okay, I'll play, play straight for a second. And he was dating a girl that he introduced me to. Oh, so and you have a crush on him. No, I'm, I'm flirting with him and I'm liking you, his attention. Are you hooking up? Um, no, we didn't have sex, but I saw Tess's penis. Okay. And, um, he takes me to this event and there's a girl at the event. It's her event. And immediately I'm like, this girl is so beautiful. We're talking. And I'm like, I feel like I know her. Mm -hmm. And I, I become obsessed with like these, fan I start having these fantasies in conversation with her. I'm like, she's straight. She's straight. She's going to go home to this, some guy, some guy's going to fuck her. Fuck that guy. God damn it. You know, this girl's so hot. Uh, I love how she's la the way we're laughing. It was like, like the way we connected. Right. And it turned out that the guy that I was kind of flirting around with was also kind of flirting with her. Okay. And I'm saying to him, I'm Were going, they also hooking up? Yeah, they were hooking up. Incredible. I said, what's going on with um, you and Julian? No, oh, nothing. Why aren't you dating her? She's amazing. Why aren't you dating her? Uh, I don't know. You know, whatever. I'm like, oh, does, she date, does she date women? What's going on? He's like, no, I don't think so. I'll ask. And he texts her. He's like, Allie wants to date you. Um, and she's like, ha ha, I'm straight. Right. Anyway, I performed that night because it was a comedy show and it was, she was also teaching yoga. It was like this really LA event and I perform and I'm like doing this crowd work and I'm like definitely like calling her out a little being like, yo, you're so hot. No one can focus, like hitting on her from the stage. And, um, I, whatever she thinks it's cute, but I also don't want to be the person that's like the second you meet a lesbian and you're straight, they hit on you. Exactly. So I'm yes. trying to like respect that. And then she follows me on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. She starts replying to my stories. I'm like, okay, you're in love with me. Yeah, a million percent. You know, I'm yep. like, I guess we're in a relationship. <laughs> She's replying to my stories. And I'm just like, I'm still dating people in New York. I'm in New York. She's in LA. And I had some sort of falling out with that guy. And I knew she knew him. And he was, she was the only other person I knew that like really knew him. And I messaged her something like, that guy's actually like a kind of a dick. And she was like, yeah. I didn't know why you were friends with him. And I was like, I thought you were, anyway, we connect over this. And over shared hatred. Over shared hatred of, of a guy. A yep. And we're on the phone and we're, we start talking on the phone. And I'm in, it's pandemic time and I'm in New York and she's in LA. And every time we talk on the phone and I get off the phone, it's like, I, how have I just met? How are we just meeting now? Right. Like she's my favorite. Like I texted her one day after we got off the phone. I was like, you're like my favorite person. And, yeah. and I, but, but we were friends, right? We were fully I, friends. She's, she's 35 at the time. She's straight. I'm like, you're not experimenting at 35. I was like, you no. know yourself. Well, I know. Yeah, you could be. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I, she's like, when are you going to come to LA? I said, no time soon. Um, it's the pandemic. I book a show in the middle of the pandemic that tapes in LA. 
I'm like, I booked this work. I'm going to be in LA. That's Bashir. That's kismet shit. Isn't it? Yep. And I'm like, I want to see you. She's like, of course, I want to see you too. Like, and then the week leading up to me going to LA, it's like intense, the texting. And I sent her a text. I'm like, you know, is it okay that I'm flirting with you? And she was like, yes, very much okay. The night I landed, I saw her in LA and it's, We've been together ever since. Ever since. Literally. So how long has it been? Two years. Damn. And we're engaged. And you're engaged. How did you propose? So I am the boy one. Okay. I proposed. I did the whole thing. I got a ring and I picked it out. I I, I designed it. This did ring. you have like any input from her whatsoever? Yeah. I kind of knew what she liked. Right. And I also just knew, I know her style and I knew what she would like. So I just, confidence. So I just did it. And I had her friend, we were in Costa Rica because she was hosting a yoga retreat there. She's a yo, she's like a fucking yoga teacher, life coach. Like she's so LA. And I'm like the most like cynical, cynical. New uh-huh. And we were on the beach in Costa Rica and I like put it in this, this box of whatever stuff that whatever. Was she totally surprised? She was so shocked. I am so jealous that you pulled off like a, a real, like a, that's a real engagement. Yeah. She we, was, she was shocked. Like we had not talked about it. Were you nervous? I was so nervous. I like, I, you know, I, I like to like, I'm like, definitely if I'm in love with you, I'm going to like write you a love letter and I'm very like expressive. Um, and I was like, I'm going to have the most epic like speed. I couldn't say anything. Isn't the scariest shit in the entire world? I mean, yeah. I knew Taylor knew we were getting engaged. Yeah. Like we had a chef back at our house, the guy who introduced us initially. Yeah. Cooking us a meal. So like she fully fucking knew. And I still was like shaking, getting down on one knee. Did you get down on one knee? No, because it's, it's so straight for me. Mortifying. It, well, it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. But because you're a lesbian. What are you doing? It is so crazy. But like, I didn't know what else, I panicked. I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. No, and I all feel I was you. thinking about was the shot, the picture, the picture, the picture. And I was like, I guess it would be fucking great if I was down on one knee. Like, Tay's very like videographer, editor. She's very visual. Oh, okay. So I want so. to give her that cheesy ass photo. Yeah. See, but I, it was scary. I, I couldn't imagine getting down on one knee. We were, we were sitting on the Bar. beach. We were sitting on the beach. But all of these things around marriage that are very straight, I've been really kind of come, we've been coming up against them. Yeah. Together, like, even with the proposal, I was like, oh man, like, even giving her a ring, I was like, I know she wants a ring because she's straight and she likes, like, I, I know that she would like that. But for me, giving a ring and getting down on it, like, we didn't, I didn't have photos, like, yep. all that straight stuff. I didn't want to want it. Listen, I absolutely get it. Like, we are the straightest lesbians ever. Like, even, like, we're, like, starting the process of, like, sperm donors. You are? Yes. Oh, my God. She's freezing her eggs right now. We are, like, that's our next step is to get on that, like, ASAP, like, yesterday. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm, like, Tate, you're the Would you carry? No, she's carrying. See, we're we're a total hybrid. You're not the boy one. I mean, you're not the girl one. But I am in other respects. Maybe I'm the boy one. Am I the boy one? I don't know. Well, I'm okay being the boy one. I think I'm... So she's carrying. She's going to carry. Yeah. I don't want to be pregnant. I'm also like, I'm getting up there. I know I'm obsessed with being old, but I really, I mean, medically speaking, that's legit. Okay. She's younger than you? Yeah. She's 35. Uh-huh. So, but like... You I, might have the same age gap as me and Julian. And you're younger? I'm 28. Julian's 36. 
My God, I'm so old. <laughs> Not that old. But So um, you're doing that stuff now. We're doing that stuff now. But my point is like, there's times where I'm like, we're gay. Why do you have to be so fucking straight all the time? Yeah. Can we just be so gay? But meaning? Like live life not according to social norms and expectations. So what would that look like? She edits this, so she's going to hear it. I don't know. I, I say this. I love Tay more than I love not having children. And I think I'd regret not having kids but I am so fucking scared. I am like Peter Pan syndrome big time. And I feel like that's something that like, so when you're straight, it's like you get married, they're like, what are the kids? What are the kids? What are the kids? Which is like so inappropriate and fucked up. Yeah. But I feel like when you're gay, it's like, there's not really that pressure. So I'm like, where's all this pressure coming from? Because you can take whatever time you want. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Kinda. I mean, kind of. I mean, I'm on, I. Are you full in on babies? Oh, none the opposite. Okay, yeah. We are the same. I'm being dragged. Same. Same. Maybe I am the man one. Fuck, right? I don't have a maternal bone in my goddamn body. I, oh God. God, good luck to our children. Good luck. I said to tell you, we can do this, but you have to really have realistic expectations. I'll be a 20% parent. Oh, I I said, listen, uh, I'll be there on the weekends. <laughs> I said, I'll be the dad. Can you believe the kids steal our weekends? Like, we work so hard. We, for the, everybody's working our, for the our weekend. Kids, our kids are going to boarding school. Oh, I love your life. I'm going to copy it. I mean, well, so. How does our, your how does Julian feel about that? She, no, she's, she won't listen to the episode. <laughs> she's, she's smart. This is tough. This is some tough shit. It's, it's the timeline really thing. Shit. But um, are, the, are kids non-negotiable for non-negotiable and same exact thing for my girl she would be she would be so robbed of something important in her life these women fuck these these broads broads. right these broads want our babies god i feel like i relate and I, i said it i think when i was on your podcast i relate so much to straight men yeah because like i was like very i was a man hater when i was straight uh huh. because i was suppressing yeah and i had so much dick around me and i was scared of it but like, I feel so close to my dad now. Like, I'm like, I get you. I get you. That I, my brother-in-law, he's like my role model. I feel like I'm like, he, like, he talks to me like we are like Isn't that amazing? Same. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I had the exact same revelation. This past weekend, I was with my dad. It was his 60th birthday. And we were sitting next to each other. And he goes, man. Crazy. And I was like, they're they're insane. It, it's interesting how you do get like, you experience different perspectives. Totally. It's really wild. Um, but that's interesting. So the kids, you would be robbing her of something if she didn't have the children. And I, like I say, I love her more than I love not having kids. So you will have kids. We will have kids. I am like literally trying to stall. Like no. When will you have business. them? <laughs> um, probably within the next two years. Yeah. I would like... Same with me. (laughs) Can we do it at the same time? At least that way we can like... I I want to... Each other's fucking support system. I think there should be like a lesbian like kibbutz or something because... Seriously. I don't want to like put the kids in the back house, put the girl ones there. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I'm worried about it. I'm really scared. I'm really scared. scared. I don't want to ruin my relationship because we're so fucking good. 
I'm like, wow, right when I get to a place in my life where I'm making money that I can live my life comfortably with. I know. And I live in a place I love. And my relationship, thanks to mood stabilizers, is wonderful. Like yeah. Tay even said, this last year of our lives, which was our first year of marriage, best year of our relationship, bar none, hands down. Wow. So you know what we should do? Fuck it all up yeah. with kids. Let's invite a third that we don't know to live with us. <laughs> How about you that? You think I get jealous? I am so jealous of this unborn child already. Oh my God, me too. And here's the other thing. This I don't know really what you guys bad, are doing. Though. Wait, I gotta look at time. I think we just need to, we should just have a podcast together. Shit. <laughs> I have so much to say. I know. Okay, so how about we do another podcast together where we talk about our fears of being parents because it's it's too big of a topic to even try to rush through right now. Yeah, I can't. Be, I can't begin. No, like it, it needs to be like a support system. I, I, I have no one I know going through this right now. Me neither. And it's really scary. Also, aren't you a little bit bitter about? I can't talk. I don't want to just say that. Just like how like much money and effort goes into creating this child that straight people get to just yes. What a what a beautiful privilege that you guys get to just wake <laughs> up and have a family. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yes. Yes. We, we just had tequila. We started a family. Really? Stop bragging. I fucking drained my savings. <laughs> Seriously. On this stranger. Who's going to steal my girlfriend and take all my money. Yeah. You're going to suck on her tits now? Yeah. And they're going to be gone for me. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, we will. Uh, we will revisit this. Because I think we're going to be going through it the same exact time. So wow. I need to be like a regular. Well, hopefully I'll get a little more time. Well, I'm, I mean, I am stalling like nobody's business. Oh yeah, please. Me too. Right. I told the, the cryo bank, I'm like, give us some slow swimmers. I hope it doesn't take. Right? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's so bad. I know. Well, when are you guys getting married? Just real quick to wrap this up. We don't know yet. See, this is the thing. It's like, that's what I love about us being lesbians. I love this for us. Mm -hmm. Is that they're really, societal norms kind of go to the wayside Except when you're in a relationship with a straight woman one. I know. I know. We're both All dating. this work. I know. To just be basic. I know. I, 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 that, and I'm, I'm resisting that. I, I won't do it. I won't do the bachelorette party. I won't do a bridal. I will not give into this thing. I do a joke about how marriage is really, you know, it's meant to be, well, how it was originally, it's not meant to be, how it was originally the concept. Promised. Constructed. I'm a man. You're now my property. Yes. Our wedding is just our dad's trading property. Right. We don't got, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this the traditional way. That I, tradition is not for us. No, it's not. So I guess I'm not getting married and I'm not having kids. <laughs> Tough. Allie. We are sadly out of time. Okay. I could talk to you for a million years. I adore you. Adore you. Adore you are you my back. spirit guide through life, literally. I really love you. I really adore you. We have to like be actual friends. No, for real. And like, we need to help each other through these like very trying times we're about to yeah. be a part of. Yeah. Like, I think we're, talk about the share. The universe, the lesbian gods brought us together. Yeah. So that we can survive. Survive. The next couple of years and going through the process of. Yeah. Our straight woman one wives. Yeah. Destroying our lives. Yeah. I got you. Okay, I got you too. Okay. <laughs> you guys, make sure to follow Allie if you don't already. At Allie Colbert. Did I just fuck your name up? At Allie Colbert. Jesus Christ. And check out her show, The Allie Colbert Show. 
every Tuesday, and it's also Dear Media, so you're like right here, bitches. Yeah. And she's a comedian, so go, when you follow her on Instagram, you'll get to see, and also TikTok. Everything. All the places, all the same name. You can follow her. You can see where she's performing. Yeah. You can see her shit. Yeah. It's actually a great follow. I very much enjoy you. Thank you. Allie, thank you so much. Thanks. You guys, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.